You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I am your host, Anthony Marino, and we are talking about the first round of the 2019 NFL Draft. The Buffalo Bills have just selected Ed Oliver with the number nine selection in the first round of the draft. The defensive tackle out of the University of Houston is the newest member of the Buffalo Bills, and at least from the early reactions that we've seen, Buffalo Bills fans, including myself, very excited with the selection for the Bills Again, Ed Oliver, number nine pick overall, heading to the Buffalo Bills. And with that, I think you talk about this first round and kind of the emotions, right, that a lot of fans were going through, thinking to yourself, heading into tonight's draft, was someone like Ed Oliver going to be available for the Bills at pick number nine? I think there's you know so much speculation, so many rumors that are out there. You start to see different things throughout the week that Ed Oliver is being eyed by the New York Jets with the number three pick. If he's not there, you know, not taken with the third pick by the Jets, is he going to go to the Raiders with the fourth pick? And so on and so forth. For so many of us, right, you're looking at Oliver as that coveted player that you see filling the hole for the Bills, right, replacing Kyle Williams as that three-technique defensive tackle, being a force along the defensive line, giving the team that nasty defender, right, that can penetrate up the middle to help Jerry Hughes, to help a Shaq Lawson, a Trent Murphy, whatever it may be, right, to provide that additional pressure on the quarterback. And here he is falling into the Bills' lap with the number nine pick overall. Um, I'd be lying if I was saying, right, with each draft slot that passed, I'm thinking to myself, okay, trade up here, trade up here, see what you have to do, whether it is to, you know, to trade with Tampa Bay at number five, that doesn't happen. You know, is it a situation where you can make a move with the Giants to get up to six? Not happening there. Then you start to think the question marks in place, you know, what's going to happen with Jacksonville? What's going to happen with Detroit? And I think is, you know, I sort of calm down here just a a second, right? And you think about the excitement with this. Then you have a situation where, okay, Oliver is there at nine for the pick with the Bills. And let's run through the picks before the Bills, right, to kind of talk about this because there were certainly a couple of surprises and what took place with that. The first three picks, we don't need to spend much time talking about really what folks expected. Kyler Murray, number one to the Cardinals. San Francisco 49ers with the second pick take Nick Bosa. The New York Jets, maybe a little bit of a question mark, but if Quinnen Williams was available, too good of a player for the Jets to pass up on. Then things started to get a little crazy with the number four pick as the Oakland Raiders 
And there was a rumor out there that it was going to be a surprise. I myself thought maybe it would be one of the quarterbacks. I thought with them losing Jared Cook, maybe they would take TJ Hawkinson at number four, right? Be that just great tight end that can come in and be a, you know, a complimentary weapon on their offense. But no, they went with Clellan Farrell the defensive end from Clemson, and I know you don't put too much stock into mock drafts because how teams evaluate players is usually much different than what fans do or what some of the the beat writers do. Many people looked at Farrell as being taken somewhere between 15 and 30, at least for what I had seen. So for him to go off the board at number four, that's when you started to think, okay, this could get a little bit interesting for the Bills right now. That is definitely going to be something that uh, could provide an opportunity where maybe somebody like Oliver, and again, for myself, that was the guy I was putting the most stock into, could fall at that point. But you did see Tampa Bay uh, picking at five as being a potential suitor for Oliver, right? With that, if they are going to trade or eventually release Gerald McCoy, of course, if they draft someone like Oliver, that would make it easy for them to do. But they went with Devin White, the linebacker from LSU, someone that had been connected with them. And for many of the experts in mock drafts beforehand, the second shocker came at the number six pick where the New York Giants selected Daniel Jones, the quarterback from Duke, uh, much earlier, I think, than many folks expected him to go in the draft. And again, pushing Oliver closer to the Bills, where then you're thinking to yourself, okay, with seven, eight, and nine, you have Josh Allen, you have TJ Hawkinson, and you have Ed Oliver. And if the Bills were to take one of those three players, you're truly thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to be happy with any of these three, right? You can argue that Josh Allen is the best edge defender in the draft, TJ Hawkinson, the best tight end, and Ed Oliver, the second best defensive tackle behind Quinnen Williams. Josh Allen goes off the board number seven to the Jacksonville Jaguars, a player that many did not expect to to fall that far. Not that falling to seven is is you know to be considered dropping in the draft. And then you had T.J. Hawkinson going to the Detroit Lions at number eight. And for so many fans, right then there became that speculation of okay, what is going to happen here? And you're seeing the clock tick down. For myself, watching on the NFL Network and thinking to myself, okay, is is someone making a call to the Bills? Is there the possibility to trade down? I'm expecting them to take Ed Oliver at number nine. But what if somebody calls with an offer that's just too good to pass up on, right? You looked at, you know, the number 10 pick, the Steelers uh, trading up, you know, maybe they were one of the teams that were on the phone. And it was reported by Chris Mortensen and others uh, that the Bills were fielding calls to trade back in the first round, but ultimately made the decision that Ed Oliver, just too good to pass up on the defensive tackle coming in. And really for Sean McDermott, Leslie Frazier, the Buffalo Bills defense, this is an opportunity for them, again, to plug that hole that is left with the absence of Kyle Williams and his retirement after this season. And really for the Bills to kind of look at this and say, okay, can we get that disruptor at three technique, the middle of the defensive line, right next to Starla Tulele, bookend with the defensive ends, assuming Jerry Hughes and then Trent Murphy and or Shaq Lawson, and really in a situation for the Bills, right, that that missing piece to, to the defense. And of course, there's areas that we can talk about, other upgrades and whatnot, but for all the draft speculation, all the talk, it seemed like for Bills fans, the two wagons that they had sort of hitched themselves to were Ed Oliver and TJ Hawkinson. 
And when the Detroit Lions were on the clock at number eight, with both of those players on the board, you're thinking to yourself, okay, whoever Detroit takes, Buffalo can take the other one. And we know there was speculation around Jonah Williams or Andre Dillard, but for so many fans, those were the two guys that really were at the top of the list for the Bills. Um, it wasn't too much of a surprise that the Lions went with Hawkinson at number eight, and then it was just a bit of the waiting game for the Bills with Ed Oliver to be there with the number nine pick. So again, for everyone, I think just a, a level um, of excitement when you when you look at that, you know, you, you come through Ed Oliver, that guy that can just and I know we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. He's got to prove it on the field. But you look at the success that he's had at the University of Houston, what he can do for the Buffalo Bills. So for the Buffalo Bills, the pick at number nine, Ed Oliver, defensive tackle out of the University of Houston. Why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, we will talk about what the Bills could be looking to do on day two of the NFL draft. Uh, still with one pick at number 40, another pick at number 75, their third round pick. Uh, plenty of good players still available on the board. So when we come back after this break, we'll take a look at day two of the draft. But again, Ed Oliver, the number nine pick for the Buffalo Bills. You're listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, and we'll be right back. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I'm your host, Anthony Marino. The end of the first round wrapping up right now was taking a little bit of time in between segments to see if the Buffalo Bills did look to trade into the back end of the first round of the 2019 NFL Draft. does not look like that is going to happen if the New England Patriots are on the clock right now. And it looks like Ed Oliver will be the sole pick for the Buffalo Bills this evening. But at this point, we start to look forward to day two of the draft, where the Bills have one selection in the second round and one selection in the third round of the 2019 Draft. Again, the Bills... Filling that big hole at defensive tackle with Ed Oliver stepping in at the number nine pick. And now you start to look and say, okay, with the second round pick, with the third round pick, what kind of options are going to be available for the Buffalo Bills? And, you know, I think for many folks, you look at it, and, and we've talked about this in the past, whether you listen to this podcast or you listen to Believe with my co-host, John Boccasino, you know, you would look in a lot of ways and you'd think to yourself saying, okay, these second round picks, especially, there is going to be some talent on the board. And as I mentioned, right right now, there's one pick left in the first round. The Atlanta Falcons had taken Caleb McGarry, the offensive tackle, out of Washington. So now you start to ask yourself and say, okay, who else is still on the board? You've got Juwan Taylor, the offensive tackle from Florida, who just in the last couple of days, there seem to be some questions about his health. Uh, initially, he was seen as someone that could be a, a top 10, if not even a top 5 pick. Here he is on the verge of falling out of the first round of the draft. DK Metcalf, another. Um, we saw many mock drafts where you know DK was, was mocked to the Buffalo Bills as a potential fit at the number 9 pick or even someone in a trade-down type of scenario. Same with someone like Greedy Williams. Uh, again, early on, the cornerback from LSU talked about as a potential first-round pick in the upper half of the first round. And, and really, you kind of take a look at it now and thinking to yourself, here's a guy that is still available on the board as we head into the second round. So it's kind of one of those interesting things. You know, when fans would talk about the Bills and trading down in the first round, really it was with things in mind to really put themselves in a, in a position, right, 
where they could acquire additional second round picks because there really was that look and thinking to yourself, okay, going to be in a position here where there will be some talent in the first half of the second round. And that's the type of situation I think that we find ourselves in right now as we move forward with it. Some of the other names still on the board as we take a look at it right now. Rocky Sin, the talented cornerback from Temple. Um, a tight end, Irv Smith Jr. from Alabama, still available. Eric McCoy, interior offensive lineman. And for those of you that uh, have listened to the podcast in the past, you know Hakeem Butler, one of my absolute favorites, the wide receiver from Iowa State. So not really sure what the Buffalo Bills are going to do, but there is a lot of talent there early on on day two of this draft. It will be interesting, as I said, right? We were looking at things and thinking to ourselves, okay, are the Buffalo Bills going to trade back in to one of these last few picks in the first round? Did not happen. We'll be curious to see on Friday if the Bills look to make a move early on, right, to improve their position. The round, second round starts with pick number 33. The Buffalo Bills are at pick number 40. Do they look to trade up to get one of those talented wide receivers? Do they look to trade up maybe to get Irv Smith Jr., the talented tight end who played for Brian Dable at the University of Alabama? So, you know, you take a look at these pieces. The Bills have talked about addressing the offensive line before. Dalton Reisner, still there. The talented uh, offensive tackle or offensive guard, depending on where you see him, from Kansas State. And, of course, D.K. Metcalf still sitting there, one of those workout warriors. Uh, There was a lot of buzz around him around the NFL Combine, but at this point he finds himself falling to the second round. So uh, day two of the NFL Draft, there's going to be plenty of intrigue for the Buffalo Bills. A lot of talent still on the board, and will be interesting to see what they do in the second and third round of the 2019 NFL Draft. Thank you for joining us on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. We will be back with you after the second and third round to talk about the Bills' picks and uh, who the newest members of the Buffalo Bills are, and then we'll recap the entire draft after things wrap up on Saturday. So we appreciate you listening. Thank you for subscribing. You can find us at buffalorumblings.com. You can find me on Twitter, at Anth Marino. And thanks again for listening, and go Bills.